2 p.m. exactly in San Francisco and 2 p.m. in Los Angeles as well. And that means that we have Kate Clover in Rockneto and KXSF. Kate, what's up? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Super, super stoked to be able to talk to you, to be honest. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm glad to talk to you as well. Excellent. How's life? Uh, where are you at this very specific moment? I'm in Los Angeles right now and just adjusting to, you know, maybe things kind of icing out a little bit. Just been really busy making some videos and putting the EP out. So just been working on a lot of projects for the EP, which has been good. Totally. Yeah, we know that you have a lot going on. Uh, you're, you're, you're about to release a brand new music video for Love You to Death, and that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's going to come out April 21st. So April 21st, It's okay. been really fun to work on some videos. There was like a lull over in Los Angeles where COVID rates were down, and so we saw a window of when we could shoot some videos, and there was like a lot of safety precautions in place, and of course. we shot a few videos and then went back into lockdown. So it was like a little break from quarantine, and then we just went right back. Totally. Yeah, you know, I, I, I understand you because, you know, we film uh, live sessions here at the station and it was exactly the, the same way. You know, we had like a real, like a small window to film stuff and we had to stop and we can, then we, can, we could resume again. And that's how it was. Uh, besides that, how was your life during, uh, during lockdown? How uh, were you able to stay uh, sane? I don't know if sane was <laughs> part of the scenario, okay. but I think I was manageable. I mean, every day was different, and I took it as it came and just tried to stay creative as possible, you know, and I inherited a cat, which helped. Okay. That was very helpful. I think just, like, I found a routine that worked and just was trying to be as creative as possible, you know, so... Totally. Um, definitely ups and downs. Like there were some days where it was just like unbearable, but what helped was that there was actually not a lot of FOMO, you know, cause nobody was doing anything. True. So that's true. Yeah. You just kind of had to suck it up. And fortunately nobody close to me passed away and it made me just really feel fortunate and made me want to help other people. I mean, it was a very emotional year, you it know? Was. Yeah. Yeah. For all of us so actually. Yeah. Go ahead. For all of us, it was a very, uh, you know, emotional year, very, very strange as well. Yeah, and there was just, like, a lot of new pressures, and I just can't wait to play a show again, you know? Like, I feel like once that comes back, it's just going to be, like, bonkers. Like, I'm very excited for that. Totally. How is that looking in Los Angeles, by the way? Here in San Francisco, like, uh, we have no idea when we're going to be doing uh, socially distance shows. Here at the station, we're kind of we're getting ready, you know, to, to try and, you know, to, to do one of those. How's uh, things in Los Angeles, uh, you know, with the socially distance shows and stuff? I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. I know that the rumor is that maybe October is when things are going to start opening again. But, again, I have no idea. Like, there's no, there's no like, hard facts of, like, that's when it's going to start. But... Everything's been so gradual that I feel like maybe True. in a couple of weeks that will change. But I just want it to open when it's safe. I don't want anybody to get sick at a show. Of like course. I, I'm, I'm patient at this point. So totally. I just want it to reopen when it's okay. So I, I can't wait, you know. So I'm really looking forward to that. Definitely. We are very, very stoked because you are going to be releasing your first, uh, your debut EP, 
uh, on May 14th. At least that was the date Correct. I got from the internet. Let's talk about it. I know there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, cool stuff behind the scenes uh, of, of, you know, uh, regarding this EP. Let's talk about it. Yeah, well, it kind of started as an adventure. I was at a crossroads in my life. And I just got out of a really long-term relationship, basically put all my stuff in storage, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> so I, um, I'd always wanted to go to Mexico City, and I'd been speaking with uh, Brandon Welches of Crocodiles. Like We were talking yep. about writing some music together, and he was like, man, just come down. Like You have a friend here. like We can record. Just like come down. So I bought a ticket, and I went down, and we just started writing together, and it was like, very fluid and like really natural and it was fun like I wasn't putting pressure on myself and so basically like I wrote a whole album down there with him and AJ Davila yep. from Davila 666 yep, yep, yep. and so it was very organic really on like nothing was forced and so all of a sudden like we had an album's worth and I was supposed to stay for four days and I just stayed for four months Cool. Seriously, it was just like, it was just a perfect time in my life to just do it. And so totally. basically I came back home with an album and I just knew I needed to get a band together. And so before I even landed, I got an email basically saying like, oh, would you like to go on tour with King Dude? Nice. And I told them, I was like, uh, yeah, but I, I don't have any music out yet. They're like, no, that's okay. So I just went on tour and... Up until COVID, I was just back-to-back -back touring. And so COVID this time has actually allowed me to, like, get everything in place and in order to start putting out music. So it's been a whirlwind in a really fun way just because it was just a good timing in my life to just try different things. Totally. You know, I was actually I read about uh, you uh, spending a few months in Mexico City. I am from Mexico City, so you know. I no was, way! Yeah, totally. So I was immediately attracted to that uh, story, and uh, I wanted to hear uh, some details about it. What exactly? Because I know, like, kind of Mexico City inspired you to write the whole album and this EP, of course. Um, what exactly from Mexico City inspired you? Like, you know, specific circumstances, situations, people, I don't know. I know you work with uh, Davila 666, which is uh, one of the coolest projects in Mexico City, in Mexico in general. But, you know, we wanted to hear, uh, you know, some stories about your life in Mexico City. Well, I, I think for me, what connected me immediately was just the feeling it made me feel. It, it feels very stuck in time, like a nondescript time. And it's very laid back in a European sense. And so I feel like it lends itself to being creative. Um, it's a different pace than Los Angeles. Yep. And so it's just, it's a beautiful city where, you know, late at night you'll walk down the street and you'll hear music coming from different blocks around you. It's, it's very vibrant. And I feel like I needed to get out of my comfort zone and just be somewhere different to kind of just, like, allow myself to be creative. Totally. And so I think that that's really what inspired me was I just, nothing was really forced. It was just, like, a good moment, you know, and it the food is amazing, and it's a beautiful culture. I, I fell in love with Mexico City, you know, and I totally. think certain people have a certain attraction to Mexico City, and I always tell them, I'm like, don't be afraid. I feel like a lot of things that are um, shown or communicated through the news makes a lot of Americans 
scared to go down there, and I understand. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of my female friends, when they knew I was going down there alone, they're like, oh, is it Don't safe? <laughs> you know? And I said, after being there for so long, it's like, it's like any other place. Like, just don't be, don't be a dummy, you know? Just exactly. like, yeah, yeah. stay where you're supposed to stay. Like, you know, it's just common sense. And I think that if you have that, you know, I mean, everybody's different. That was of my course. experience. So, um, in what neighborhood yeah. did you stay in Mexico City? What area of the city? Uh, Roma. In La Roma. Nice. It's a, it's a yeah, lovely place. Yeah, La Roma. And it's a very inte and intellectual so, place as well. What's that? It's a very intellectual place as well. Yeah, and like I said, the pace is very different. And so, you know, you can walk a lot. Like, we just pretty much walked everywhere. And I just feel like you can take things in at a slower pace. And when I'm being creative, that's very helpful. You know, it's just like you get into your a really creative mindset. Of course. At least for me, when I can, like, slow down and experience things and allow myself to feel things. Totally. Because when you're home, you're distracted. and. That's fine, too. You know, there, there's a certain time and place for that. But exactly. I really needed to be completely removed. Totally. How did the, the connection with Davila 666 uh, happen? Again, very organic. So um, he, uh, AJ, was roommate with Brandon. Mm -hmm. And so we were just, like, playing music in the living room. And AJ came out, and he just he liked this song. And so we just started kind of just riffing back and forth. And then we were like, well, we're going to go to the studio tomorrow. Do you want to come? And he's like, yeah. And so he just came with us. Uh, we recorded at Vesuvio Studios. Vesuvio, yep. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, him and Johnny came the next day, and then they were almost at every session after that. So, again, I, like, I can't stress how organic it all was. Like, there was just, like, a, an ease to it, which I like in collaborations. Like, there was a lot of back and forth. You know, no idea was turned down until we tried it. You know, it was just open and like very um, fun and fair. You know, good back and totally. forth. What's your favorite band from Mexico City, if I may ask? Did, did, did you mm. check out any project that you were like, this is amazing? Oh, God, I for, I always pronounce their name wrong. I'm, I'm horrible with remember names. Uh, what is it? Sonic? Emerson. Uh, no, it's like uh, it's like the Black Rooster. Okay. They're like Sonido a Gallo Negro. Cumbia. Sonido Gallo Negro. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. They're uh, uh, it's like a psychedelic cumbia band. And, They're amazing. Oh my! They put on the most incredible show. If people are listening to this, just go see this band. You don't even have to listen to them. Before you see them play, they start performing for you. That's all uh -huh. I'm going to say. It is. It's an experience. I had never seen a band. I, I'm not jaded, but it was, they are incredible. I can't say enough. And I'm horrible with remembering names, and I get intimidated about pronouncing things wrong. Uh -huh. So I love them. They, I saw them twice down there, and each time it was just like, it was so much fun, and people danced, and they're great. Totally. It'd be cool to bring them to San Francisco or to Los Angeles. I'm pretty sure they have performed in Los Angeles before, because, you know, cumbia, yeah. cumbia is a big thing in Los Angeles anyway. Yeah, and now that I'm aware of that, like there are cumbia shows, so hopefully I can go to more once things open up again. Awesome, perfect. Well, that sounds great. Thank you for uh, you know for talking to, about Mexico City to us. Now uh, let's talk about uh, Channel Zero TV. What an amazing uh, uh, production <laughs> that was! It looks it looks impressive. Really, really cool stuff. Oh man, 
that that means so much to me because again you know how i talk about like ease and collaboration totally that was for how like seamless that came out that was a lot of work i think i i naively started that um i'm a fan of comedy i i love anything comedy related and so um i was approached my label asked me they said hey do you want to do a um a streaming event and i was like uh that feels kind of not my speed like i i want to do something a little bit extra totally so um rebecca knox and i she directed it we got together and keep in mind we did all of that for like a thousand dollars nice which is like crazy it's a very small budget but basically we again no idea was turned down when maybe it should have so it just became this big ordeal like with a magician four songs it's just i'm very pleased with the way it came out but yeah that was like a labor of love and i the response has been incredible so if you haven't watched it it's called channel zero tv and it's basically like a um it's a live performance tv show with a twist Totally. It's super, super fun. You know, the, the, the visuals are simply, simply amazing. You know, and I, I also film uh, music videos and stuff. So, you know, when I saw it, I was like, wow, I should be doing something like that. It's really, really cool oh. stuff. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I think my, my favorite part where, I don't know, if in, the, in the TV show, I found all these like old footage of commercials and yeah. I just got stoned. And I just did the overdubs. And I think that was the funnest part because like, I was just stoned at home, like, <laughs> making jokes, and then all of a sudden it's, like, on the Internet. So it was just loose like that, and I that's why I'm really happy that the response has been um, very positive because I was a little self-conscious at first because I was like, man, is this too weird? Like, do people even want to see this? Like, I don't know, but really it made me and my friends laugh, so I was like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I guess let's put this out. Totally, yeah, yeah. I felt like a little self-conscious because I'd never done that, but I like humor and I can be really goofy. So, like, I'm glad we put that out because it really shows my personality. It's so amazing. It it's 20 minutes of great, great footage and, of course, great music. Uh, let's go back to the new EP. Uh, it will drop on May 14th. It's going to be called uh, Channel Zero. Let's talk about yeah. it uh, super quick because uh, you know you're, you're a bit busy. Uh, what can we expect uh, from this EP? Well, it's four songs. Um, Channel Zero, uh, this other song, Roulette, Tearjerker, and Love You to Death. Nice. And, yeah, um, I wanted to break up. I have an album coming in September, but okay. I wanted to break things up a little bit just because we're not playing yet. So I, I felt time to put something out. So... Yeah, I'm just really excited to have new music out, and it totally. will be out May 14th. Excellent. And that, more, more surprises coming. That's really, really cool cool stuff. Uh, you know, we're hooked into uh, Channel Zero, everything that you have produced, and we can't wait for, you know, for your new music and your new music videos and everything. Thank you. That really means a lot to me to hear that feedback. Thank you very much. Awesome, Kate. Uh, and that's it. I think thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do the interview. I hope that when things get better and you come to San Francisco, you can come to KXSF and we can hang out and do something something cool together. Absolutely. Just give me a date and time and we'll be there. Excellent. Let's make it happen. Thank you, Kate. Do it. I'm going to play Love You to Death to celebrate this interview. And it was a pleasure talking to you once again. Likewise. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
Excellent. Uh, that was Kate Clover all the way from Los Angeles, California. Indeed, check out on YouTube. Just type Channel Zero TV, full version Kate Clover, and you'll see what she was talking about. Great, great interview. And yeah, let's go to the music and play Love You to Death by Kate Clover in Rocknet.kx. 102.5 FM, sometimes. by Kate Clover in Rock Neto at KXS at 102.5 FM San Francisco. 